Patrick. We're back. We're in. We're in full back Paulini perspective podcast. Yeah. So how's um any sleep getting any? You know what? Better? We are getting. I feel like a totally different person than last week when we did the show. Last week when we did the show was rough. I was like, you, you look better this week. It was. Yeah, thank you. It was brutal but yeah he seems to be sleeping in four hour stretches and then like a three hour stretch so i actually think i think your hair is combed and you actually have some makeup on today yeah it it last week was brutal i actually did the show in the dark it was really <laughs> it was really bad um but yesterday it's probably it's probably helped the show by the way <laughs> did it yeah did it help yeah maybe the show is better uh but in the mail yesterday i got this great gift from you and your wife it's a soccer outfit, Adidas soccer outfit and soccer ball for KJ. For yeah, his, awesome. it's so great. He's going to be playing soccer before I know it. Dan must have loved it. Dan loved it, and we're an Adidas family, so you guys nailed it. Oh yeah, I didn't know who was sponsoring uh, you guys. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. He and he hates Nike, so you guys nailed it. It was perfect. Oh, awesome. so- well, Kristen, Kristen nailed it. I, um, I all I did was get your address. <laughs> You know what? It shipped and it's great. So thank you guys. Awesome. Glad, glad, uh, wear it in good health. Yes. We're going to rock it. Um, well, where do you want to start today? So much going on. You know, I can't wait to hear your thoughts on the CDC announcement. A lot of people feel like oh. that was botched. Um, botched. totally botched again. Like again. everything they've like pretty much everything they've done for the last 14 months. Okay. What did you think was botched about that announcement? Which essentially is you don't have to wear a mask. If you're fully vaccinated, you don't have to wear a mask at outdoor events. Okay. First of all, who was still wearing a mask at outdoor events? Most people were not, unless you were really in a crowd of of a bunch of people. If you were running, jogging, exercising, they're telling you now you don't have to wear a mask. Who was still wearing a mask? Nobody. Or very few people, number one. Number two, number two, you want to... um, You want to give people, I've been saying this all along, you want to give people real information based on science. That's what they've been saying. So what is the science behind? If I'm vaccinated, what does the size of the crowd matter? So number one, if I'm with a bunch of not fully vaccinated individuals, whether it's five people or a hundred people, shouldn't matter. Does not matter. And okay. the problem with the CDC is they never really address or answer no, that, right? No, okay. they don't. They don't okay. answer that. They say all oh, crowd size. Well, okay. Number two, you want to give people incentive, right, to, to get vaccinated. And every time they come out with their messaging, it's always, you can do this, but you can do this, but you can do this, but, okay. Now, if you want to say over the next two to three months, you know, when everyone sh- who wants to have been vaccinated had a full opportunity to get vaccinated. And actually, I believe that's today. But OK, you want to say another month? Fine. After that point, vaccinated people should not we shouldn't be making policy to protect those that don't want to get vaccinated. Right. right. Honestly, I, this is going to sound harsh. But if you don't want to get vaccinated, then you're taking the risk. I argue Not this. So I agree. As a vaccinated, fully vaccinated, healthy individual, I should be able to do whatever I want. You businesses, the government, CDC, 
we should not be making policies to protect those who refuse to get vaccinated. Sorry. I'm with you. I'm with, and you it's feel. Sick. And you, you, sorry, that's, you know, that's on you, not on me. Sorry. At some point, we can't cater to those who, you can't protect people from themselves. If they don't want to get vaccinated, well, then that's your risk. Sorry. And yeah. you know what? If, if, if you want to have 5,000 people at an event and they're all fully vaccinated, what? I wanted someone from the CDC to tell me why 100 people or 50 people or 10 people is different than 5,000, assuming they're all vaccinated. They can't. So, again, even even so-called um, we had, you know, Fox 5, we had a few uh, people on this morning and they were like totally confusing, really didn't add much to what you already can do. Um I don't know many people who were already exercising, already outside, who were still wearing masks. Right. Uh, so anyway, I don't know. It's just, you know, it's par for the course with the CDC. And by the way, when did the CDC, they're called recommendations. Okay. It's, it's interesting to me how they've become policy now, right? You don't have to follow the CDC. You could, you should, maybe in some cases, but now it's almost to the point now where the CDC says something and we're in the media, the, the, the general media, it becomes, oh, the CDC said now you're allowed to do this. Well, that's up to local governments. That's up to state health officials. That's a, it's a recommendation. Right. It's not policy, but we're acting as if it's policy. And by the way, I'm a masker. I've worn masks. I'm fully vaccinated. So this isn't coming from some, oh, Matt, no, you should have, you should have, you should have been wearing masks. But at some point we got to move from the people who have gotten vaccinated should get more rights. And you know what? If, if there's 10 of us and two people aren't vaccinated and they get sick, tough. That's your fault. I know we're over a year into this pandemic. It was kind of like last night on Like It or Not, we were talking about Machine Gun Kelly, the the performer having a concert in Florida, and people had mixed uh, feelings. I think he had like 8,000 or 10,000 people there. But at this point, you know, I said, hey, I think it's fine because everyone knows the risk, right? I mean, the problem now is like even Montgomery County, we've we've railed on them, D.C. Yeah. You know, it's they're making policy as if the vaccinations don't matter. They're making policy for those who haven't been vaccinated. And that's that's a bad precedent. Bad, bad precedent. I went to the Caps game last night. Only 2,100 people allowed, which is fine. First time fans back at the Cap 1 Arena, which was great, right? Okay. I believe it should have been 10,000 or 5,000, not 2,100. There was plenty of space. No one was next to each other. But again, arbitrary, 10%, whatever. But you know what was sad? Every restaurant, for the most part, closed, boarded up. Really? No, outdoor, no, yeah, done. We wanted to go to a few places. I'm not going to mention by name. Outdoors, outdoor seating. They said, oh, every other table. Sorry, we, we have to do every other table. We're at capacity. We're like, what are really? we doing? What are we doing? I haven't been down like, to D.C. in a while. That's fascinating. I haven't been down to Chinatown like in a year, obviously. Uh, it, so it's, 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 it's really sad. Now, I do have a those restaurants relied on all the events, concerts, sure, 
Wizards, Caps, fans. I get it. So it's not necessarily their fault. And a few of them have gone out nationally as well. Like Bar Louie, I believe, closed most of their stores, if not all their stores, nationally. Okay. So, so not necessarily, you know, the mayor's fault or DC specific, but I, I just we we bungled this, right? I mean, I think we've been saying it to a point, but you know, Northern Virginia and some of these other states, they handled it better, and and you look at the numbers, and you just you got to say they handled their unemployment's lower. They've saved more businesses. Their, their, their positivity rates are no worse or better than these other states. Um, their death rate is on par. Uh, it's time to move now. <laughs> like, you know, reward those who've gotten vaccinated and not just with a little like crumb. What I'm you- vaccinated. I should be able to go wherever I want. Sorry. Um, you know, obviously, like you said, we've talked a lot about Montgomery County, D.C. What do you think the the CDC, what is the benefit of them trying to protect non-vaccinated people or sort of you think they're just af- Listen, everybody's I, I, afraid to take it? So, so what I've said is, you know, I think it's their messaging at this point and their tone. I I understand if you said, OK, it's April 26, 27. If you said, OK, by June 1st, everyone in every state who wants a vaccination should will, will have been able or should have been able to get one. So come out and say, you know what? If you're in a crowd, mixed, you know, you don't know who's vaccinated, who's not at this point, wear a mask. But by June 1st, no masks, period, end of story. You shouldn't have to wear one. Sorry, you shouldn't. Outside and even inside, I don't. I I just and again, I'm not an anti-masker, right? By no means. But enough. If I'm vaccinated, and everyone else who who wanted a vaccination had the opportunity to get one, I should be able to walk into a bar without a mask. That's it. Yeah. Unless you tell me some variant is you know, you know the vaccines don't work. Well, then that changes the equation. But right now, best based on the data we know. And again, if you're making decisions based on science which they haven't. They said they have, but they haven't. Okay. Um, sorry. Open it up. No masks. Let's go. It's time. Concerts, whatever you want. Ball games. You know, if you know, I'm vaccinated because I tell you right now, if you continue this messaging that getting vaccinated only gives you a little bit of freedom, a little bit of incremental, and we're pers- still protecting those who, who are honestly don't understand, don't want to get vaccinated, then you're going to have even more people say, you know what? I'm Why do it? Right? right. Why do it? Right. Why do it? Because we're at. Because by the way, the people who are anti-vaxxers are probably anti-maskers. So you're also now going to have people like. So so really, the, the people who are anti-mask, anti-vax are going to have just as much freedom and, and ability to do things and get back to so-called normal than those who have gone out and and done the right thing and get the vaccination. So. Uh, I, you know, I really, the, the messaging has been all over the place and, uh, and Fauci's all over the uh, place. It's just, <laughs> and what has improved? I mean, I, 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 seriously, has Dr. Fauci, uh, like, come on. Well, like, I think only, it. Uh, her. We're going to be wearing masks into 2022. Why? Why? Tell me, Dr. Fauci, Why? Bill Gates said that, too. Bill Gates was saying that the end of 2022 is when the world will return to complete normalcy. Why? Why? (laughs) 
coming? Why are kids wearing masks? Well, don't you think part of it is with this vaccine, right? Okay, we know once you get it and you're fully vaccinated, at least they're saying for the first six months, you are pretty much, you know, immune, not immune, but you're really protected. You're not going to get, you're not, you're going to get no worse than a mild case of the flu if they're accurate on what the vaccinations do. So what are we doing? Are we going to just, are we now in a world, are we just going to be in perpetuity regardless of vaccinations or not? And again, I'm not, I don't want to be over dramatic because there, we are move, like Montgomery County is moving to a little bit more open and then, but still right, at 50%. Um, I, I, don't, I don't understand the rhetoric. I, I don't. And again, I'm not a doctor, but I feel like even the experts or so-called experts are all over the place on this. Well, I'm, I'm curious and I haven't paid attention, but in China, at least everything is they're vaccinated and everything is kind of like fully reopened. Right. I mean, I know in general, Listen, Israel's done a fantastic job with it. Right. There's, you know, you know I, when I heard when I first heard about vaccine passports. Right. Yeah. I got to be honest with you. I didn't I was uncomfortable with the thought. Okay. But as I've learned more, I've changed my tune on it. I, I believe that you need to reward, as I've said, those who have gotten vaccinated. And I think if you want to have a concert with 10,000 people and you have to prove that you're vaccinated to get in, then I actually, I've switched my opinion. I think that's okay. Okay. And why do you feel like it's okay now? Like what changed? Because I do think you have to reward and, and, and not have... penalize everyone because a few don't want to get vaccinated. And, you know, I'm not saying that should be going, you know, forever. But at some point, you know, if you want to. Right, let, let me rephrase this. Okay. If you said to someone at the CDC right now, you said not large crowds. If you had 10,000 people at a, at a concert venue, all fully vaccinated. Are there any concerns? I would think no. Right. I, 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 I'm but with you. There shouldn't be, right? So, so, so what are we doing? Right? Are we saying that anyone who gets COVID going forward, even if they're not going to get real sick, everything's got to be like closed again and we got to shut things down again? And like, so is that where we're at? I, I don't know. I, you know, it's, it's fascinating. It's, I, I'm, I'm, I'm curious about the hesitancy too. Like, what is the hesitancy? Or do just like a lot of counties and states, I don't know, do they not want to go back to normal? Well, it's. I, I, I think the hesitancy, I hope the hesitancy right now is that they're, they're trying to let, they're trying to pick a date in the near future where they could be comfortable that, again, everyone who wanted a vaccination has had an opportunity to get one. Okay. I believe that's about now. But even if you said, okay, another 30 days. But at that point, restaurants should be 100. Like, my concern is that a Montgomery County is going to always be at 75%. Or the CDC is going to say only at 75%. And then the county. So so Montgomery County has come out with, now they're in this. Uh, because 50% of their, the county residents, adults, have had at least one dose or J&J, they're increasing, you know, now you could do 100 people, I, can't, I don't remember the numbers, but let's right. say 100 people inside, 250 outside, again, 
made up numbers, not based in science at all. Yeah. Right? Just making these numbers up. 100 people, whatever. If once they get to 60%, then restaurants will go to 75, and there's a few more things that'll open. Once they get to 60, I believe it's 50% of everyone having both doses or J and J. Okay. Then it's their 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 plan is we'll follow CDC guidelines. So then you're relying on the CDC to kind of at least say, and listen, my sense is the CDC as an organization is always going to be more conservative, right? Sure. They they um, they probably care about the people who aren't vaccinated. They want everyone to get vaccinated, but they're they. I know. Yeah. I, I, and I know that sounds harsh, but I just don't unless there's a specific medical reason. Right. And there may be a few. I, sorry, I don't. And I'm going to, you know, I'm going to get the booster. I already, you know, give me the booster now. Let's go. Like just, <laughs> you're ready to reopen things. Yeah, exactly. And how does this impact, um, you know, Fox fives bringing people back to the office or, or it, you haven't really made that plan yet. I know we're in the process of moving offices. Well, There's like a lot of things. First, first of all, our business has never stopped, right? That's we've true. Had, we've had a large portion of especially news, technical, reporters, photographers, management coming in the building every single day since day one. And they've performed their functions. We've kept people safe. Yep. You know, we've done, we, we've, we've, we've managed the situation as, as well as we could, both from an employee safety standpoint and making sure that we get our news on the air and, 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 you know, which, you know, is, is critical. Uh, in terms of the the, the non-essentials that are home, right now the target date September 7th. To, to bring everyone back, yeah. we'll be in our new building. Um, so, yeah, I mean, we're excited f- for that. And do you think uh, that's realistically going to happen? Because I read articles now like, oh, the future of the workplace is, is partially outdoors, you know, uh, where outdoor desks are going to happen. And... You know, it still seems like there's a lot of uncertainty for major companies. What's your thought? My, my thought in general, not specifically for Fox 5, is I listen, I think anytime you have a crisis or something that impacts your business and your employees, you have to learn from it. And I do think there's going to be lessons that we've learned. There are lessons that we've learned through COVID that, you know, people can work from home, but they also, I believe, need to be in. I think it's going to be a mix. I I don't, you know, I, I think, you know, after, uh, you know, so-called post-COVID requiring everyone, you got to be in five days a week, nine to five. Right. I don't, I don't think that's a reality anymore, nor yeah. do I think management can justify it anymore. But I also think that in talking to most of our employees, they want to come back. They want to at least be able to come back three, four days a week yeah, or, yeah. you know, five days a week, but, you know, have the flexibility maybe for childcare reasons or something else to, to work from home on a Monday or Friday or whatever. So, you know, I, I think you're going to see, and, and you've already seen certain business have announced they may never go back. Some have said, you know what, we're missing something. We're missing the camaraderie. We're missing the, uh, you know, celebrating successes. We're missing the uh, learning, you know, you know, when you, when, when you can't walk in your, your boss's or another colleague's office or, you know, hear conversations in the, in the, sure. in the you, you miss something. 
you're not learning. I think I feel bad for these employees who just entered the workforce or started with a new company. They don't have a feel for the culture. They don't have a feel for the process necessarily. They really haven't met everyone right. other than Zoom. You know, just like kids going back to school, I've harped on this for you. The fact that school systems, including Montgomery County, I know I kill Montgomery County, but they're, they're, they're going to be doing a virtual academy in the fall. They haven't committed to five day a week. What are they doing? Uh, that's crazy for come September or I guess end of August, whenever well, they go back. Gov- I mean, come Governor, on. Governor Hogan in Maryland just passed a resolution that's requiring all school districts to be back in the fall five days a week good for him and they have to prove they have to ask for special dispensation if they're not going to do it okay i don't know kids need to be in school yeah by the way if you're going to offer virtual in addition and i tweeted this and and I've, i've said this on the podcast then then break down all geographic restrictions let kids from you know, the, the, the poorest, the poorer areas or, or those so-called school districts that aren't, you know, in the top five in the county, they should be able to attend any school they want. If you're going to offer virtual, then you need to offer virtual. It shouldn't still be based on where you are geographically. That's a good living. point. Sorry. So either either you're into virtual and the benefits of that or not. So to, to, to have a virtual academy and then still force kids to, to go to school in that geographic location. Now, if they want to play sports and, and extracurricular activities, okay, then that's their school. But sorry, you should let a kid from whatever. But don't you think they're not going to do that because it would be additional work for that teacher? Like they're not going to, for- because like, okay, if well, by suddenly- the way, By the way, if you're going to offer virtual, you can reduce teachers. Why can't a teacher teach 40 kids instead of 20 kids? No, sorry. Yeah, but they're still going to have to like grade papers, you know. Okay, so? Well, it's double the workload now. Now if you opened it up. No, it's not. (laughs) It is. Like if you're used to a class size of 25 and then they open it up virtually to anybody in the state, suddenly you get a class of 100. I mean, you're you're grading. There's ways you can figure this out, but. Oh, yeah. Good luck with that with teachers unions. Good luck. well, there you go. There you go. Here's what's the problem with offering virtual academies. You're going to still in the fall have teachers who are either in the classroom teaching six kids and 10 at home or or teachers still at home and teaching kids in the classroom. Like, you know, kids need to be in school. Sorry, they do. Yeah, they do. Kids no, need to I... be in school. They're not adults. You know, get to school. We need to get back to the social. I mean, you're starting to see data here. Failing grades are way up, you know. Oh, God, the mental health of kids. Mental health. You know, I read an article that said we have fallen behind as a country in the last year. Yeah. Like almost two years of learning. Compared to other countries, right? China, Japan, you know, Germany, Israel, whoever. Yeah, yeah. It's scary. Ten years from now, five years from now, when you look back on the handling of this, you know, whether to open restaurants at 50 or 75 or 25, ah, okay. I think that's going to be, you know, new ones will pop up. So I don't think that's going to be catastrophic down the road. The way we've handled the schools and the kids and allowing them to be out of school for 14, 15 months, will go down 
as one of the, I believe, worst leadership decisions ever. Like, honestly, and I don't and I'm not saying they should have done everything in their power to get kids back to school, everything. And the science wasn't supportive of their decisions. So you can't say, oh, we're going to follow the science on restaurants, but we're not going to like my my biggest frustration with the last 14 months. It was selective science. They only followed the science when it fit their narrative or their policy that they want to impose on us versus everything. You know, if Connecticut and New York City can open schools up, Montgomery County, Loudoun County, Fairfax County, PG County, D.C. should have been able to open it up. And so anyway, enough of that ran on on the on the. No, no, we did. We covered. I mean, that's been a big topic of conversation because you're right. You know, we've hit 30 percent of all Americans vaccinated um, in, you know, in this country. So we're we're getting to the point. Yeah. Aren't things supposed to reopen? And honestly, I don't understand someone not getting vaccinated. I'm sorry. Um, I don't. All right, well, let's let's touch base a little bit with uh, President Joe Biden. This week yep. marks his 100th day. Uh, you know, he'll approach it or he'll hit the 100th day mark. What do you think so far? Uh, f- over 50 percent approval rating. By, and according to CNN, the approval rating at this point is not historically strong by any means. Most other yeah. presidents. It's, in better, the- it's better than Trump, but lower than, I believe, Obama, Bush and Clinton at this time. Uh, yeah. So what do you make of that? I mean, um, uh, I, think, listen, I think the country's still divided. Okay. I think you still have, you know, you know, the 35 percent of Americans that, you know, still Trump supporters. So I, I I think to compare approval ratings is unfair to President Biden, because I just think the country's as partisan still as as it ever was. I will say, you know, now that he's okay, the first hundred days, you know what? He wasn't President Trump. So all those that are excited about that great let's clap he's not president trump there's not chaos he looks presidential he's been presidential got the stimulus thing through sure now okay where do we go from here and i've said this before so president biden tonight wednesday is going to do his first um primetime address to uh congress and you're starting to see some of the things he's going to be proposing um a massive this is on the heels of a $1.9 trillion relief package. He's, uh looks like he's going to propose additional $1.8 trillion. It's called families. Oh, yeah, families, yeah. I just saw families that. Families plan or families priorities or something. Yep, so yep. Education. You know, this country has thrown money at education. Hasn't helped. Hasn't worked. Inner city schools still are woefully behind other districts and certainly other countries. I mean, terribly. So, you know, D.C., I believe, spends more money per student than anywhere in the country. And it's still schools struggle. So, is that true? God, that's crazy. Yeah, uh, and I said, I believe that's terrible. Uh, it's very close. Their, their per student is is, is is enormous and it's not paying the results. So I'm not sure it's a money issue. Uh, you know, there's going to be additional family leave, parental leave pre-K, you know, you know, nationwide pre-K. I mean, all noble causes. Sure. But, you know, you're going to start taxing more taxes. The rate's going to go up on the top earners. Yep, over a million dollars, right? It's going to filter down. You know, he said in his campaign he's not going to tax anybody who's making over under 400000 We'll We'll see where that goes. Uh, 
My concern, again, has always been historically Democrats like to throw money at problems. And the problems never get fixed. <laughs> right. Yeah. And only, a, and only a small portion, whether it's businesses or individuals, pay for these programs. And it just becomes, you know, uh, you know, uh, a, a, a hamster wheel in terms of, you know, more money, more money. Problems don't go away. More, you know. So we'll see. Um, you know, I don't know what kind of support that'll get from the more moderate Democrats. Um, I do think we need an infrastructure package in this country. So hopefully we get there. I think that's where you can have bipartisanship because, you know, red states, blue states, their bridges are caving in, their roads are crap, you know, so. Yeah, I mean, and we, you know, we have over 300 million people in this country. I mean, you know, and people are on the road in America. Yeah, so like, the new census, I believe, came in at 331. Yeah, big census uh, it news. Looks like the, it looks like the Republicans net gain of three House seats. And again, it's up to the state legislators, but it looks like based on the states that picked up Texas, Florida, California lost, New York lost one. So it looks like the net gain should be about three. Which, so it looks like Biden which, Biden would have gone from 306 electoral votes to 303 based on the new census. So not a huge deal. Okay. Actually, maybe a little bit better for the Dems than they thought. OK, I was going to ask you I, that. I Is had it... read they thought they might lose five. Wow. OK. Um, so, you know, I mean, to answer your big question, so far, so good for me. I I do get concerned with, you know. I think he's been a little more progressive than I thought he was going to be. AOC came out the other day and did a, for, you know, video. Uh, uh, I don't. I'm not sure it was an interview or she was just talking herself about how he's been much more progressive than they had thought, which always is, is a concern. I don't know. We'll see. So far, you know, we'll, we'll see where the next phase goes and. Yeah, he but, does seem much more progressive than I think people, you know, anticipated. He seems like he's going all in, of course, with Afghanistan, now with, um, you know, these proposals, tax hikes for the, the you know, 1% or the really wealthy. I do, I do think we have to pivot from he's not Trump to, okay, what are the policies? How are they going to help? How are they going to hurt? And start evaluating on that. Because, you know, I think, we know he's not Trump. He, you know, he he's he gets ten points just for that. <laughs> right? Yeah, right. I know. Yeah, I mean, it, it is it is amazing that the president does not drive the headlines every day like we we had for you know four years. It is a totally. Say, different. He he still looked very. He looks very very old to me when he speaks, <laughs> and I don't I don't mean that well, like. That's why they don't have him speak very often. I mean, sorry, he really does. No, he like, does. I agree. I, I'm, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be interested to see how his speech goes tonight. I hope it I hope it goes well. I, listen, I think he can do bipartisan things. You know, I think you know, I think the mansions of the world, the Siennas of the world. I believe there's there's a good portion of the Republican Party who wants they want things to move forward. Yeah, but. You know, the outliers on both sides, I think we got to get them away. You know, the Josh Hawley's of the world and so forth. So, yeah, they get uh, so much attention, the the extreme voices on both sides. Um, All right. I did want to ask you about Governor, uh, you know, Governor Newsom in California, um, you know, obviously getting the recall you've got. And, and, you know, that's driving a lot of 
I celebrity names, uh, you know, Randy Quaid, Caitlyn Jenner throwing her hand, you know, throwing uh, herself in to run for governor. What do you make of all that? By the way, Newsom says that uh, Caitlyn, because she hired a lot of past Trump people, he's actually received $300,000 in additional donations to his campaign. Um, Do you think people are done with electing celebrities as governors, or do you think she really has a chance? You know, because even Arnold Schwarzenegger has come out, former governor of of California. He says that Caitlyn Jenner actually may have a real shot. And do we really think that Newsom will be recalled? I'm um, curious what your thoughts. I don't know if he'll be recalled. I think Caitlyn Jenner, you know, I mean, I mean, just because, I mean, listen, I, I, I you know, Who knows, right? With Trump now, yeah, I mean, it's like you can't say, you know. She's, listen, she's very smart. She's a moderate Republican. Um, huge name recognition. Um, uh, never, you know, never really been in politics before, obviously. So, but, but, but sometimes is a benefit. Yeah. Do I think, do I think Caitlyn Jenner would beat Newsom in, in a runoff or recall? I don't know. I don't know. You know what? I don't know California's enough. Um, but you're right. They have elected Republican. I mean, Schwarzenegger was a moderate Republican. Sure. Yeah. Um, does Jenner have a chance? Yeah. I yeah. don't think they're happy with Newsom. Uh, Clint you know, Eastwood. Just, I mean, he was a mayor. You know, obviously he's been an outspoken Republican. You know, extremely progressive. Taxes are all time high. People are leaving. Yeah. I think they've lost a significant, you know, they lost a small percentage of their, of their population. Um, you know, I think the unemployment rate, I believe, is in the nines, maybe the highest in the country. Although, you know, their COVID rates now are the best in the country. But again, it's taken forever. Yeah. Um, I think she has as good as chances in, right? I yeah. think you know, she's smart. She's got name recognition. I think she can fundraise. Uh, if she's serious, I mean, is she serious? Do we know? She seems really serious. I mean, yeah, that's a great question. Um, and Newsom kind of seems like he's in trouble. I mean, they had 1.6 million well, signatures. And I got to be honest, I'm not sure how the recall works. Do they vote to recall first, then have another election? Yes. Or it does sounds somebody like. Ro- so so no one runs against him in the recall. Right. It's like if he's recalled, it sounds like then it, it would be like who would be his replacement. If or, he, he could, or can he run again? Uh, that's a good I, I'm not sure about that. Yeah, I'm uh, not sure. I'm not sure. I, I, I think if he's recalled, he actually could turn around and run again. Wow. And if he, you know, if he survives the recall, he's up for re-election in 2022 anyhow. Um, so Caitlin may run against him it's just it's going to get interesting in california because you're right they've had you know a lot of people leave the taxes are insane a cost of how you know housing hey i did want to talk you know we always love how is cuomo stolen (laughs) well i want to ask you about that and then i want to ask you about the oscars um so he came out governor cuomo came out the first time and said he's not going to resign you know with all the sexual harassment allegations against him i think you've sent him it seems like that the narrative it seems like the daily uh news cycle for that has has dropped off um, completely look you can survive anything now i mean you know the news cycles and, and you know you you and i said this when ralph northam governor of virginia you know the, the the former blackface pictures uh came out and uh blackface or kkk actually we're not sure which one um i think trump has you know, the, the lesson there. that some of these politicians have learned from Trump, don't resign. Don't resign. Yeah. The cycle will change. Don't resign. 
Right, 100%. And people you know, always. Innocent, in, innocent to proven guilty, and it's hard to prove them guilty. Don't, you know, you don't work for a company. Listen, if, if Cuomo was the CEO of a company, he'd be gone. Gone. Right. He, Ralph Northam would have been gone. Right. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. 100%. I mean, the CEO got fired yesterday for, you know, I, I was in the, we did the story this morning, was in the backyard at a prom making fun of, you know, a, yes. a student who dressed. As uh, I don't know, if, I don't know if that student was was transgender or not, or was just making a statement to dress as as a female. I'm not sure. I don't know that detail on the story, but the guy was obnoxious, making fun of him. Went viral and fired, gone. See you later. You know, the woman in the park in New York Central Park fired. Right. So Cuomo would have been fired if he was at a company, or he would have thought. There would have been a settlement. He would have resigned. Sure. And he would have went away. But now when you're a politician, you know, you you, you apply the, the Trump uh, strategy and just stay in, stay in, stay in, stay in as long as you can. And it seems to work. It's it seems to work. And here we go now with Governor Cuomo. I mean, you're right. People have moved on. You really aside from him making his own statement, you don't hear anything about him. I mean, you look back when Al Franken was forced to resign. I was just going to say that. Yeah. And why his wasn't even his were pictures, right? I mean, what, I can't even remember. Was there an actual woman allegation, or was it more just inappropriate well, I pictures? Believe, I believe there was one one allegation, and then the picture of him making fun of the, the woman who was sleeping. Um, well, I believe that you know some high profile. I believe it was uh, Gildebrand from New York. Yep, kind of went after him, and you know I think that was timing. You know. For, for him. Uh, so to answer your question, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, no, I think he's, um, I think he survives unless, you know, I mean, obviously the entire thing is under investigation. I mean, unless yeah, I mean, they're still investigating. Let's see what comes out. Yeah. Um, hey, Northam, I mean, Northam even survived doing a disastrous press conference where he almost did the moonwalk. I mean, the guy, you know, if he can keep going. I do also think that Northam benefited from Virginia only being one term for the governor because the concern was, and keep in mind, the lieutenant governor was under investigation at the time, as was the attorney general. So it would, I think, if, if Northam had resigned... I believe it would have went to the fourth person at the time, most likely, and that was a Republican. So they couldn't let that happen. They didn't want to have you know Republican have. I believe if Northam had another term, I'm, my sense Maybe is he right. might have been gone. But now you have Terry McAuliffe, former governor. So it was McAuliffe to Northam. Now McAuliffe's running again. Um, tell me, the, okay, I want to ask you about the Oscars, lowest ratings ever, also being described as the wokest uh, Oscars. I have to say, it's the first time in 15 years I did not watch. Don't feel like I missed a darn thing. Um, I did try to watch even the E-Red Carpet show, and it was so about lecturing to you about, yeah. um, you know, uh, diversity, all of which I think is great. But, you know, when the award show that used to be about comedy and what you're wearing now preaches to you, even I'm out. What do you yeah. what do you make of? I mean, we rail on on uh, award shows on this podcast. Yeah, Anyhow, I didn't, I didn't, first of all, I didn't watch one second. I know me neither. I didn't see any of the movies. Yeah. Um. You know, the highlights I saw were absolutely terrible. Like, they couldn't make it. Like, listen, I get it's COVID, 
but we've had Super Bowls. We've had big events. It was so boring, so, 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 so lecturing, so political, so woke, to use your word. Um, and I, I'm not convinced that this is just a COVID phenomenon. I believe, do I think the Oscars will do better next year post-COVID? Yes. Do I think they'll ever be what they once were? No. Nor do I believe some of these other shows will be. You know, I keep going back to um, Ricky Gervais's I know, you know, not monologue. Yeah. I mean, he was dead on. Stop preaching to me. You take your private jets, you do, you know, all this other stuff. You work for major corporations. Like, just, you're an entertainer. You're an actress. You're an actor. You're a, you're a movie uh, uh, executive. You're a, a, a songwriter. Whatever. Listen, let's celebrate your talent because you are talented. Sure. You've done great art work. They're artistic. Let's just celebrate that. And you know, and let's go back to, I, you know, I, I don't. So James Carville, Democratic history. You know. Oh yeah, is, very well known. Uh, you know, very you know famous successful democratic strategist helped get bill clinton elected president bill clinton and others and and uh, he came out yesterday did an article in vox that said wokeness is a problem and especially a problem for the democrats he said you have you know these rich white elitist democratic liberals progressives from Ivy League schools sitting in like think tank rooms coming up with these words that no one uses, that no one describes their communities. Um, one of which was, he said, um, uh, no one calls their community communities of color. There's communities with very diverse. Listen, I live in Gaithersburg, Maryland. It's ranked number one or number two every year as the most diverse Right. One of the most diverse cities in the country, right? Which is fantastic, right? My kids got to grow up in an extremely diverse, but I've never heard someone in that I, I live near in Gaithersburg called communities of color. He said they just make up these words, and you know. So this is his point yeah. of view: is yeah, if we if we continue to be woke, the Democrats will continue to lose elections. And he basically said the only reason they won this election was because of Trump. They lost state, state state legislators. They barely got to the Senate, and that's only because of the runoff and then what Trump did to screw Georgia, right? They lost House seats. So to think that, you know, and that's the danger, and Republicans have done the same thing. You know, you really got to look at the totality of the election. The American people are divided, and put Trump aside. They're divided on policy. They're divided on issues. They're divided on you know, where we go. And, you know, I think Biden was the right person at the right time. Sure. We said that. I think anyone else, Trump probably still wins. But, uh, you know, to his well, point, I, I, I think he's right. I think we got to stop, you know, the canceling and this and can't say the right thing and you can't make a mistake on social media. And it's, it's, it, we, we can't, that we can't be that society going forward. We just can't. No, and and I think you you know 
I think people are rejecting it now even harder on both sides. And and we've talked about this, but, you know, President Trump in this in this election had the most votes from people of color, you know, ever. Uh, So it's which is always surprising, you know, but I think that goes to show you these voices on Twitter that are kind of the woke police are really not the majority. And it's but companies and, you know, people are still pandering to those voices. And I think, you know, good for James Carville for standing up and going, look, this is going to be really bad if we keep because people are going to make mistakes, you know, I mean, and, and not everyone's going to get all the yeah, terms right. That it's 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 not being able to believe what you truly believe. And I'm not talking about like, you know, racist stuff or, you know, stuff that we know is wrong. Of course. I'm talking about just general beliefs. Right. And then you get called out. Right. So I I don't know. It's going to be interesting. The midterms. Yeah. You know, the fact that we're already talking about elections and this, you know, it'll be interesting to see how the midterms go. Historically, midterms after a new president comes in, go the other way. You know, you obviously had the census now, so the Republicans may pick up, you know, three three congressional seats. Uh, so that gets it even tighter. Uh, I mean, I think the House is really up for grabs. Uh, so although I do think that the Senate faces, the, looks like, it, you know, the Dems are, the Republicans have to defend more Senate sure. seats once again in 22. Now that in 24, it goes the other way. So it's going to be really interesting the next two to four years on where, you know, the the balance of power goes. Um, One last thing I wanted to ask you about. Fox 5 is doing a town hall. Yes. Tell me about what what it involves. Well, really exciting. So obviously we're using President Biden's first address to Congress tonight as kind of the springboard to um, a town hall series. So it's called The Pulse of the People. Okay. The first guest that we have tomorrow night are Senator Tim Kaine from Virginia and Representative Anthony uh, Brown from uh, Maryland, Senator and, and Congress uh, person. Uh, and Jeanette Reyes, our morning main anchor, and Jim Loke are going to be the, 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 the moderators. Moderators, okay. The interviewers. We've asked uh, our viewers to send us questions. Um, it's going to be a variety of topics from, you know, some of the things Biden covers tonight, you know, this family plan, infrastructure, COVID vaccines going forward, foreign policy, what have you. It's only, uh, you know, it's a half hour. Um, so hopefully, you know, in the, in the future, we could have you know, yeah. more, give them more time, commercial free half hour. And then it, it's going to kick off a series for the Fox station group uh, in many cities to, to do very similar town halls you know really you know you know what's you know and the reason for the name is the pulse of the people what you know i think we got to get back to what's really on the minds of 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 individuals and not just those on twitter right yeah yeah you know, well, real citizens facing real issues who you know i still say this country is I, you know, I used to say it was center right. I believe it's probably center left now, which is fine. I don't believe it's progressive and I don't believe it's right wing. And I don't believe all Republicans are, are, are re, you know, crazy and, and, and nor do I believe, you know, all progressives and liberals. But you know, we got to stop trying to define people now, right? I, you know, Republicans are, you know, well, 
there's moderate Republicans. Sure. And then there's right wing conservatives. Yeah. Like, let's, def- you know, we're trying to like put everyone in the same box. You know, it, there's a lot of different, you know, yeah. people. There's people who believe conservative policies on whether it's fi- fiscal or, 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 you know, policing. And then there's those same individuals believe in pro choice and, and, and everything else. So, you know, we, it's like we try to define somebody, you're a Republican, so you believe all these things, or you're a liberal and you believe all these things. That's not true. Right. And most people have a variety of opinions on, on, on different things. And I think we got to start embracing that. So anyway, so hopefully, you know, in, in, you know, we'll get, it'll be a good start for the 30 minutes and see where it goes. And it's going to be bipartisan going forward. And, um, so we're excited. We're that really excited about it. is exciting. All right. Well, where can people follow you on Twitter? Patrick GM Fox Five. All right. And by the way, it's seven thirty tomorrow night on Fox Five. Seven thirty tomorrow night, which is Thursday Thir- night. Thursday the 29th. Got it for the town hall. All right, Patrick. We'll see you next week. Sarah, thank you. Have a good one.